getting that tingle, dude. Uh, the bone. Yeah. Let's talk, dude. Let's do it, man. Let's get deep. Let's <laughs> fucking <laughs> get, do it, right? Let's get deep, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, how was your week? Today's Thursday? I don't know. The um, days don't exist. Week's been really good. Week's been good. What about you? Uh, Busy. Good busy, um, too busy. Almost toxic busy. Oh. I've had to remind myself like a few times just to pause, just to like, you know, center myself, meditate, been outside a lot to cope with it. Yo, I've noticed that during this week, especially. So we had like the one good day of weather, mm. bro, almost shirtless, just playing almost. guitar. I had short sleeve shorts on, like whatever, playing the guitar, just enjoying the weather. Gorgeous. And then mind fuck. 20, degree, 20 degrees next day. Today. Yeah. Let's go fuck myself. Yep. Still got 15,000 steps in, though. <laughs> You're a unit. No big deal. Oh, man. Ooh. What are we talking about today, bro? Failure. This is a good one. I was So I had a couple of interviews over the last few weeks, whether that be through, like, for grad school or just for, like, interview for the school newspaper or just, like, a, for a class or something like that. And, um... Literally in every single interview, I noticed a pattern. People want to know how I deal with failure. Really? They asked you personally? Yes. They said, when was the time that you failed? When was the time? How do you perceive failure? What is failure? People are obsessed with this idea of failure. And it hit me outside. It hit me. We, I, we're preparing for the podcast. You guys are doing audio. Chicken, you know doing our tests, I was outside, and it just clicked. Failure. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, bro. And I feel like it's something that's not forced. I didn't have to think about failure, right? I noticed it was a pattern. I noticed these synchronicities throughout my week. And if we can bring the universe to this room, if we can bring the universe into this conversation, I feel like tonight's going to be a good one. Yeah, no, I agree. Failure is definitely something that I think a lot of people deal with, first of all. I think a lot of people fail, but it's how you perceive that failure, how you come back come back from that failure that determines, honestly, like who you are. Like, mm. what's your grit? What, what are you going to do when the world and the people around you and the events around you kick you down and won't stop kicking until you fucking give up. What are you going to do? Do you get back up and keep going? I said it in a recent video that Sierra made. Do you have a fuck you mentality? Or do you let it eat you up? And I think that's it's like the make or break in a lot of people. How do you deal with failure? And you personally, I'm going to ask you, how do you Deal with failure? Do you have a fear of failure? Just dive into it. Um, I want to answer your first question first. Uh, how do I deal with failure? I think I just perceive failure in a whole different way than I used to. I see failure as an objective event that happened rather than a pitfall. So, for example, if I fail the philosophy test that I just took tonight with you and Ryan, shout out to Dr. Cherubini 
philosophy is insane. Go. Uh, if I fail the test, our midterm, right? Or like quote on like uh like a failing the test in terms of a quantitative, number grade, yeah, a quantitative, quantitative value. I would look at that and say, hmm, interesting. And I would say, what happened here? Objectively, did I study enough? Did I study the right things? How much time did I put into this? Am I the reason? And 99.9% of the things that I think I fail at or quote unquote fail at, I'm the reason. And I think that's usually for most people the case. But to recognize that it's me, that I'm in control of how I got there, but I'm also in control of how I perceive it. And to take it one step further, I'm in control of how I respond. Not react. Right, right. Now, there may be some emotional reactivity within you, naturally. Everyone has a different level of sensitivity. Of course. We all have our own biology. And biology influences your psychology and vice versa. And then your sociology and vice versa. And so I feel like by perceiving failure as an objective event without immediately placing the label of good or bad on that event, I think that allows us the time and the space to grow. It allows us the time and the space to reflect. It allows us the time and the space to realize the most important thing. You're still in control. I agree. I do agree. And I think it's, like I said earlier, it's that response that makes or break you, that makes you or breaks you, in a sense that when you recognize that it was you, what do you do? What's your response? Well, there's two ways. You didn't say, did you say your response and I got lost? You just didn't say your response. No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, like, so how I do you personally how respond? I personally respond. Man, I do have a habit of doing that. Just kind of like. Which is fine. No, no, no. Like, like, you know. I didn't know if I missed it. No, no, no. You didn't miss it. Uh, I didn't finish answering. Um, Personally, I ask myself one question. What's next? Now, that question can get dangerous. Because if I I continuously ask what's next, I'm never going to really be present of what is. However, once I acknowledge and accept and respect what is, I can then finally ask myself the question, what's next? But people don't, they they skip the what is part. Either they bury it down and they try to forget about it or they use it as self-pity, right? And they blame themselves and they get on themselves and they're their biggest critic and that's what holds them back, right? However... By giving yourself that time, by giving my, I should say, by giving myself that time to objectively realize what happened, what can I do, and what's next. Yeah. And dude, I'm like, as you're saying your answer, I'm just seeing in my head four, five podcast topics that we had and how they all relate to failure in a sense that you failed okay you recognize it in the now 
And then it's like, what's next? That right there, preparation. You're already preparing. Mm. What's next? You're mentally getting ready. Then action plan, whatever. The next topic, consistency. Mm. You have to be consistent in certain habits and patterns to hopefully not fail in the same thing or something else. There was another one. Growth mindset. You failed, but you're going to keep growing. You understand that it's a roadblock, but there's still a mountain to be climbed that's never going to end. So keep climbing it. When you said the word roadblock, <laughs> it's it, it, when you say a lot of words, and I just like just get these images. So you know how you said like you thought of four or five different podcasts? Well, when you speak, I think of like four or five different images because yeah. my brain works in metaphors. It works in analogies. It works in acronyms, right? So we, I'm a very visual. We know. <laughs> we know. We get it. Yeah. So because I'm a very visual learner, you said a roadblock. It made me think of how big that roadblock is in comparison to the road. Hear me out. So if you think you're on a one-lane road and a roadblock comes up, you're stopped and you freak out. That's the only thing in your way. It's so up close. There's no other way around. But I feel like if you set yourself up, prepare yourself for multiple directions, for a wider road, if that quote-unquote roadblock lands in the middle of your road, merge. you can just smirge. You can merge. Smirge. I th- I think I meant to say like swerve and then okay. you said merge and then <laughs> smerge smerge that's funny so you just smerge one lane over or two lanes over and you're uh, able to get around the roadblock I love that now would you say that's like plan A B C and D that you're preparing for I don't you think fix, so you can fix that Uh-oh. I don't think so uh oh um. I don't think so. Okay. Um, our logo just—if you're watching on YouTube, our logo just turned off the TV on the TV. Hopefully, that doesn't happen again. If they were watching on YouTube, they would know. Yeah. <laughs> if oh, you're listening if you're on listening. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, that's what that was. But um, yeah. So plan A, B, mm. C, D. Now you could prepare for that, but then again, it's like, are you putting your intent in the wrong place? Are you putting your? Are you focusing your intentions on the wrong places? Like what? Like you, you put your eggs all in one basket with Springfield. If the roadblock hit, the roadblock hit. But then you said, maybe I could do a master's program here, and then this and that. So you still kind of make those those lanes. If we're going back to the metaphor, mm-hmm. you still make those lanes for yourself that you could merge into. I had to do it with PT school. First of all, five lanes were already made with five different schools I applied to. Thank God. I mean, thank me that, and whoever accepted me that I got in and I didn't have to worry about roadblocks. But if I didn't, I had another school that the application date was later that I could have applied to. I had the option of working and I I set myself up to have a job that I could work if I didn't get into school and I could apply later. You know what I'm saying? Like subconsciously, I prepare for failure. I prepare for the worst, but I'm never... I don't let that worst eat, like, I don't let the worst possible option eat me up. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm weak. PT school, bro, I was bugging out. Like, 
that shit ate me up for a little bit. But then when I recognize, like, I it, it's not in my hands anymore. I'm yeah. good. But it's like, I prepare for failure. Mm. Prepare for the worst. Momentum alarm. I think. No. Premeditatio alarm. It's a uh, uh, Ryan Holiday, great guy. Um, does the Daily Stoic podcast, and he's big into stoicism. And that's one of the sayings. Like you know how like we say amor fati, or we say you say I don't I don't okay, really say I those. Say amor but fati. yeah 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 I get it. It's you one know? of those. It's one of those. And basically, it means preparing for your death, preparing for the downfall. So when the downfall hits, it's doesn't seem as hard of a hit as it could have been. Now, I thought of another another little image in my head. And every time I hear roadblock now, I think of roadblockers. So who's the one in control of putting the roadblock down? Now, you said Springfield, right? You mentioned Springfield. Now, let's just symbolize these roadblockers as people and people who have influence over your path in a sense so the person who had influence over my path is the admissions office and also the program director and also the housing residence life department that i applied to right these people are the road blockers they are the ones putting the roadblocks in your journey in your path in a sense now i take that a step further and i say it's okay to have one road right if I put all my all my eggs in Springfield, but I made friends with my roadblockers, so they didn't even want to block my road. I was cruising, I was driving, I was listening and flowing and enjoying the music with my windows rolled down. I was having a blast. I felt my hair flowing in the wind. So how did how did you make friends with them? I talked. Just so interpersonal connections, interpersonal, interpersonal relationships. Connections. You reach out. You say hi. You get involved. You network. And by networking, I don't just mean doing it for professionalism. I say do it for personalism, whatever, personal growth. I don't know why I just, I just made up that word, personalism, in a sense that you're doing it to make friends. In fact, Jimmy Cation is a graduate of Springfield College and I think completing his doctor program right now. He's someone who I've gotten a, a chance to know and he's helped me on my journey to getting to Spring, Springfield and I remember last year we were in our ASP, which is uh, short for American or not American Association for Applied Sports Psychology, the Northeast Conference Springfield College hosts. So he was one of the student reps. And Jimmy said in one of the presentations that he was giving that we should redefine networking and that instead of networking, we should say, let's make friends. And I think that's what made me thought of it. And he said, let's put that on a T-shirt. So, Jimmy, if you're listening, maybe one day I'll put it on a T-shirt and, you know, send it over your way. But I think that's how we should define networking is making friends. Things don't always have to be all serious. Yeah. And I think that starts really early. Like it does. It, you were making connections that have helped you before you even knew you wanted to apply to Springfield. Absolutely. And this is when it comes into it being a lifestyle mm. and not just something you have to do because you're about to apply. If you really embrace like making connections with people, it'll help you times 10 million times down yeah. the road. Like example, Alexia, Pete's girlfriend. She got into PT school, but it was 
two years prior that I made that we built a relationship and I was able to help her, her help me. And she was kind of like a mentor because she got in and helped me through the process. Um, One of the kids that worked with me in the gym, his girlfriend graduated from, oh my gosh, Dominican College. And when I went on to into the interview process, she was one of the ladies that was interviewing. And by wow. me by me knowing Rory, shout out Rory, great dude, it kind of helped me because she put a good w- word in for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And this was all three years prior to me ever becoming... I knew I wanted to be a PT, but like before I even thought of what schools I wanted to go to. Right. So relationships that you build, it's like, I guess you could say bridges, and they always say you never want to burn a bridge. And each relationship is a different bridge that you could cross if there's ever a roadblock. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So we're just tying this all back to the analogy. Yes. So I guess in turn, it's more options, but I don't want to look at relationships as options. I think in a way that you described them, the audience will realize, anybody would realize that it's a very selfless way of looking at options exactly you're not looking at them as a tool you're not looking at them as a resource you're looking at them as a person exactly really and you're treating them like a person just as you would anybody i think oh man this is so important because i was talking to springfield before i even knew i wanted to go to springfield in fact i the the minute i first started Talking to Springfield two years ago. Yeah, I'll say it again. Two years ago. Um, I was actually looking at like Florida State, University of Denver, University of North Texas, University of West Virginia. It looks at, you know, all these different places. And yeah, I think when I first started talking to Springfield and met the people and just dove in, I then finally started to realize, hey, this could be an option for me. You know, again, going back to that use of the word option. Not necessarily saying that I'm going to use this and use them and take advantage of them, but who knows down the road, they might help. Exactly. They might be able to help. Right. And I mean, if you think about it, it's one big loop or one big cycle. Now as a senior, I mean, today on our walk, so we we have a walking group around campus and one of the individuals is a junior uh, pre-PT student here and he made, we had a conversation we had a interpersonal connection, I guess, just a, a, a acquaintance relationship was built, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. but a relationship was built. And I would be more than happy to help him in the process in any way I can. What did I do to help me? When did I start? How was the interviews? This and that. And he didn't know that. He didn't know I was pre-PT, but we just had a conversation and one thing led to another. So it's it's a cycle. It's yeah. one big cycle. And now when I'm in PT school, and I graduate from Mercy, who knows? Maybe I'll be there doing interviews for somebody that I knew that was a freshman here. That started on a walking group on that, a random Thursday. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And this is uh, physics. Aristotle's point of view in um, physics. Oh, my gosh. Philosophy. Aristotle's point of view with, what was it? Kinesis. Kinesis. And that kinesis allows us to be... Um, more than just a bunch of atoms. Yeah, it allows human beings to be accountable. And it, it shows that one thing can lead to another thing. 
if you, if you don't have that point of view, mm. then nothing really matters. If you don't have the kinesis yeah. point of view, nothing really matters, and nothing leads to anything. But if you believe that it's kind of a chain reaction, did I? We, oh, we talked about this. Oh my gosh, when we were testing mics, like what what brings you to a street corner that you got hit by a car? Mm, yeah. We talked. We dove into it. Yeah. So we were talking about how in a day. Your choices lead you to certain moments in time. And one choice an hour and a half ago can be the reason that I'm on a certain street corner at a certain time and was when a car crashed and hit into me. You know what I'm trying to he say? He didn't actually get hit by a car, guys. No, but... but I, I'm, for the sake of an analogy. Yeah. Like, for the yeah, sake yeah, of yeah, the yeah. example. Help it, make, help it make sense. You, like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think tying this back to failure, I think... Everything that we're describing is that we're building an infrastructure. I think people lack people who complain about failing, or people who um, uh, let failure hit them a little harder than others, or self critique themselves a little harder than others. Uh, they may lack like the self confidence and that that stuff, that surface stuff as well. But I think it's the infrastructure that they build from themselves that matters. And if they can build connections, if they can build, if they can talk, if they can self-reflect, if they can, if they can build bigger lanes for themselves so they can swerve or they can, what, smerge? Smerge right? and merge. They can smerge and cross and flow, bridges. Right? And if they can build that infrastructure, I think navigating failure, I love that word. I just said it and I just fell in love with saying it. Navigating failure could be so much easier, smoother, organic, naturalistic. Right, do me a favor. If you you're, you're going to have to really not deep into the internet, but you're going to have to search. It was Tom Hanks and it was something along the lines of uh oh, I got it. This too shall pass. Mm. And Where did that come from though? It was it, we could, I mean, I get, I don't know if we could play it on TV, but it was a, a YouTube video, and it, I think it was a podcast with just like five, just all time greats or yeah. some of the all time greats having conversation, and one of the points that was recorded for TikTok was, uh, "This too, this too shall pass." So, a positive in your life, this too shall pass. You know, you're making good money, you're in a a happy place. You know, you have a nice girl with you, whatever. This too shall pass. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Everything in life, it's like up and down, up and down, up and down. The downs, the negatives in life will pass. The positives in life. It's just, it'll keep going. It's nonstop. I have another image. Were, did, did, were you going to keep going? Or? Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying oh, like, and that this is kind of a way for me to perceive failure. Mm. Like you could fail right now, but it's it's going to pass. This terrible moment in your life where you think you're nothing and you're not going to be successful and yeah you're super anxious about the future and this and this and that this too shall pass think about this what your words just made me think about another i guess image in a sense a little brain pictograph and i want you to think about two mountains right next to each other you got it you're climbing one mountain and you're facing all of the struggles that go along with whatever goal you're going towards. And then you reach that goal. And that goal is great. You feel euphoric. You're on top of the world. You're on top of the mountain. You've reached the summit. 
and then maybe something happens. You fail. When your perception of failure leads you down the mountain, you start decreasing motivation. You start maybe down going out going, going down a, uh, a rabbit hole, right? Negative thought. Maybe you start to surround yourself with some negative people. I don't know, right? But things start spiraling downward. I think it's hard for people to realize that there's still that other mountain there. Because remember, I guess there's two mountains. So as you're coming down that one mountain, in while you're rolling down, it feels like it's going to be endless. Like the failure is going to be, ne- it's never going to stop. However, the moment you realize that it's actually momentum to carry you up another mountain, I feel like when we look at failure as momentum and we can use it as momentum, it's now not looked at as negative. It's actually looked at as facilitative to a greater purpose or to another goal or to another top of the mountain feeling. Zach, I just got boned. (laughs) I just got fucking boned, dude. I love images. Right, we just got boned. I love images. I I felt the bone all the way back here. Hey yo, <laughs> bro! But, <laughs> but I love I love him. That's how my brain works. Yeah, and before we started the podcast, Ryan was like, uh, "Failure is negative, right?" You want to dive into oh, that I, for oh, the yeah, audience? Ryan. Okay. Well, I is failure negative? It depends. Well, I feel like most people will associate. I do too with like failing as being a negative experience. But what I had said to them was like you can turn that negative experience into a learning lesson and then an eventual positive experience because you learn something and it has changed who you are from that point on. Yeah. So back to the mountain. Negative. It is negative. Like, this fucking sucks. Right. Negative, negative, negative. It. And then it's like, I'm learning something. Mm. Momentum, momentum, I'm learning. And then growth. Yeah. You're moving up the mountain. Guess what, dog? Mm. This too shall pass. Mm. There's an- another mountain behind that. Yeah. And then another one behind that. And another one behind that. It's infinite. You're just rolling up mountains and then hiking up them and rolling down them and hiking up them. some mountains are taller than others. Yeah. Yeah. I have another thing. If we don't allow ourselves to feel like shit after a perceived failure, we're going to resist. We're going to resist the feeling of... Uh, what I mean by that is if we f- try to force ourselves to feel good again and we don't allow ourselves to feel that sadness, we don't allow ourselves to cry. You don't embrace the suck. We don't embrace the suck. And so by not allowing ourselves the time and the space to let our bio- biology and our, our humanism, I guess, just uh, work through itself and we resist that fight, that's what makes the downfall seem so much worse than it really is. Or endless by trying to resist it because trying to resist it makes you go even further as soon as you accept it you realize you open your eyes back up you go back up and i think that's where guilt comes into play too because with failure comes guilt and guilt is all around you and i think the main facilitator of guilt is the own the individual itself so i'm i've been trying to think of times that I failed like I off the top of my head I can't right now but it's like when I have failed in the past it was like me eating at myself like mm. you didn't do this you didn't do this you didn't do this and I was resisting I was resisting, resisting. I, I just kept feeling guilty about it 
But once you accept and let go and you detach, that's when you create a safe space for you to grow and have a growth mindset. Yeah, it's almost kind of like you've you've stuck out your hand to yourself. And I think that by being companions with yourself, by holding out a hand to yourself and not judging that person, but acknowledging that person for where they are and treating yourself as if you were somebody else in a sense, right? I think that by just sticking out your hand and holding your own hand, whether that be literally or metaphorically, I think that is what really helps us realize that we are not our failures. We are not our quote-unquote shortcomings, whatever they may be. We're not. We're the person witnessing them. And when we can witness the failure, we can organically let the failure build momentum to another success. And however you define success or failure is up to you. However, by sticking out your hand and allowing yourself to exist next to, with, in companionship, that person who's struggling, you, I think that is what opens up our eyes and it's what builds momentum. Now, I'm curious to know if the feeling of failure is what makes us not want to fail again or the feeling of failure is it's okay to fail again. It's okay to fail again. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to put everything out on the table because I knew when I failed the first time around, I got momentum and I grew from it. Or was it like, Oh, that failure really sucked. I hated the way I felt. Even though I grew from it, I still hated the way I felt when I was on rock bottom. So I never want to be there again. So I'm going to do everything in my power to not fail. I mean, I think Robert F. Kennedy said it best. He said, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. So it's the vulnerability aspect. So just put it all out in the table. You fail hard. And fail hard. You know that that's like you don't want to go back there. So because of that experience, you can now achieve greatly. Think about it though. The harder you fail, the faster your momentum. The harder you fail, the faster you're rolling down uh, that hill. Uh, uh, the more. No. Yes. Yes and no, bro. It's perspective. It's all perspective. Okay. For you, yeah, bro. When you're failing, it might give you a hard like. Ooh, I'm failing. I, I know. I'm. I know. I'm gonna come back ten times stronger from this. But there's people out there that they could, they could, like, fail, like failing in a sense of me not getting into PT school and all my other lanes not working. Yeah, no, I know. Fired from a job. This and this and that. Not getting into the other schools that I wanted to apply to. Like, yeah. failure. And not just like, oh, I. Fail the test. Like rock bottom. Like rock bottom. Like you said, it's perception. It's I'm perception. Not, I'm, I'm acknowledging and one half of it. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not and, and I want to acknowledge the other half. Other so half. if I reach that and I don't have that perception of I'm going to grow from this and I'm going to just keep working towards my goal and 
and you won't want to grow. Like if you have a certain perception, you're just not going to want to grow. Well, then what severs that perception? I think acceptance. Acceptance of what? This is where I'm. This is where I want to go. This is where I am right now. Like this sucks. Accept it, and then move on from it. But if you continue to have that guilt, I think that's where people get stuck. Yeah. And I, that momentum is never built. Right. It's it's just a constant downfall. It's a free fall. You might as well jump off a cliff. It's a, it's a free fall. Uh, be careful. Be careful. Don't say that. Ugh. Jump off a cliff. Like, metaphorically, I know metaphorically there's I no know, mountain. Yeah, metaphorically, there's no mountain. But, but it, it feels like that sometimes yeah. to some people. It feels like that. Like, hey, like, why not just end it? Right? Like a plastic bag drifting through the wind. Wind. <laughs> Shit, Perry. Katy Perry never misses. <laughs> but here, I think, I think what you said about acceptance is so real. But uh, it, branching off of acceptance, I think people don't give themselves enough credit. People, I, I think when people stop physically and realize where they are and give themselves credit and acknowledge, I'm still here despite everything that happened. Even this, if this is like your one of your biggest first biggest failures, you're still here, and that's resiliency. Yes, agreed, million percent. It's so much easier said than done. Yeah, it's practice. So, so much easier said than done. So how do you how how does it become easier for those people? I have no idea. By failing a lot. I don't know, dude. But in that in that state, of I don't mind, know, dude. But in that state of mind. They don't. That's all they see. That's all they know. That's all they know. So okay. So we've we've gone up the mountain. We've reached summit. We've we're at the top, and now we're on the way down the hill. And we're midway down the hill, and we're rolling so fast we don't even see the bottom, and we can't even we don't even realize that there's a bottom, and we think it's endless. So what do you do when you think failure is endless, where you feel like you there's no way out of this? I think. What Ryan was referring to, I'm going to keep going back to this mountain metaphor, but every failure, you, you're seeing no bottom. You just keep rolling. It's still exponential, though. So imagine a massive mountain. It's it's a huge one, one big mountain, and and the two mountains together are on that one big mountain. So it's like, good bad good bad good bad but every time you're going down you're still going up uh does that make sense yeah you're still going but you're it's a slower rate it's a so the growth is there but you're growing slower uh Martin Luther King or Denzel Washington I don't know something about running walking crawling no matter what you do you keep going forward Boom. It might be Martin Luther King. Yeah, that was Martin Luther King. He said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. And if you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Boom. Right? Did you know I, what I'm did saying? Did I get that right? Yeah. There's also a uh, a picto... Pictograph. I love that word. I don't know why. I what the fuck that. is a pictograph? I don't know. I don't know. I just keep I like a picture, but a graph at the same time. I don't know. But gross. This cool, like image, right? That some sports psychologist posted on Twitter, and I 
follow him and I love him. I forgot his name. But it showed almost like a stock market increase, right? Yeah. But, oh, boom. So exactly. it showed a stock market increase and it was a straight line. But in the middle of that straight line or that upward trend was a circle. And so if you can think of like the start of the line, circle, end of the line at the top, in that circle, there was peaks. 15 There's different 15 peaks. 15 different peaks, right? And it said something like, overall progress may be moving forward even when you think you're stuck at the bottom. Exactly. So, like Ryan said, though, even though you're failing, like you failed 15 times, yeah. overall, there's still growth there. So maybe that is a way that people could be like, yeah, oh, it's okay. Constant reminders. You need yeah, support. self-reflection. Yeah, support groups and dude, people don't know how to self-reflect. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's not I easy, didn't bro. know until I actually stood in front of the mirror once and acted. I didn't know until we had a few conversations. Yeah. Uh, maybe I did know subconsciously. I don't know. Maybe the schooling system should teach people to be more self-reflective. I think the cool part is, is that part of your social needs as a human being is other people. So by having other people as part of your social need from a philosophical perspective, uh, I think that just goes to show that we are social creatures. Yeah. And if we surround ourselves with certain types of people, we're going to become that group. Yeah. So you're the, there's three self-reflective individuals. You'll be the fourth. Yeah. Or if there's three burnt out individuals, you're going to be the fourth. So because they I think them, even they don't by just cope. taking a paw a moment to maybe not go intrinsic but go extrinsic and say oh these are the people I'm hanging out with what are they like let's 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 evaluate them for a second oh by evaluating my external environment I might get a glimpse into my internal environment how do you bro how do you educate people on this type of stuff like genuinely how do you educate people on like all the topics that we've talked the about. The school system, I mean, fails us. We we talk about a lot. But in a, in, I think in a mental health perspective standpoint, yeah. it fails us. Yeah, for sure. How do people do it? Like, I don't why, know. I why mean, don't... Google. I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, podcasts. Like, I know not everyone is fortunate enough to have a podcast yeah. or listen to podcasts. But, man, I th- at that point, I think it's just... It falls on the people who do know to spread. You just got to keep spreading. And people got to do what they can. Ignite the light. <laughs> and it spreads. And let it shine. It's let it shine. Yeah. I had it right. <laughs> yeah. Let it shine. Let your light shine. Let the fire Again, works. with the quotes. Pull up Coach Carter. Uh... Zach's fired up right now, guys. It's it's something about your playing small does not serve the world. You're something we talked about in philosophy too. It was uh, that was Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela, what is it? Nelson, Ma- but the Nelson Mandela quote was used in Coach Carter the movie, which is a basketball movie that I highly recommend to anybody. Great, it's a great movie. Who's listening? Something about yeah, Ryan's looking it yeah. up right now. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. Your playing small does not serve the world. If you know, if you know, if you get it, spread, spread. it. Ooh, if you get it, spread it. 
Oh, that's if you get it. T-shirt. <laughs> t-shirt. No, not a t-shirt. <laughs> that could that could be looked at the wrong way. <laughs> if you get it, spread. If you get it, I'm spread it. Writing, I'm writing that down. Hey, yo, what the fuck? COVID. If you get what, spread it, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're in the midst of a pandemic. <laughs> if you get it, spread it. Oopsies. Fucking TV. Good, you good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. My philosophy, one of the first philosophy classes was like, write your philosophy. We had no, we really, really had no idea what a philosophy entailed because we didn't have class yet. But from my experience and what I thought was a philosophy, I said, my purpose is, I think human beings' purposes on this earth is to be a service person. Mm. Just give back. Whatever you have, give back. Mm. And my my um, way of doing that is physical therapy or fitness and teaching people how to be physically active and how it could change lives. All right, so I'm going to cut you off, Francesca, real quick. <laughs> yeah, dude, of course. Because I just have been thinking about something as you guys were talking, like very metaphorically. You guys started out talking about failure. And as you guys were talking about it and your processes of how you deal with it, you went up the mountain and you talked about your connections, your networking, all the people you met and all the roadblocks that you swerved out of the way for to get to the top. But then we came back to failure and we were on the way down. We were talking about failure again on the way down the mountain. And again, we then talked about going back up and how Failure leads to learning experiences, and now we're we're carrying that momentum back again yeah, up the so mountain. It's, again, it's like oh just my gosh, one big cycle. Ryan, thank Ryan. you, Ryan. That was thank you. That was special. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Failure. You go up, you reach, you come down. Just keep reaching. But just keep reaching. Let's build some momentum. Build some momentum, man. The bone. Yeah. We talked. Yeah, we did.